Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to 90 Day Fiancé WTF Podcast, a weekly hangout to talk about what the fuck we all just watch on TLC's 90 Day Fiancé. I'm Nadia, and with me are my pineapple of my life, Lon and Mariam. <laughs> hey, everybody. Um, Nadia took mine, but uh, you oh, all, damn. WTFers, are the pineapple of my life as well. Dito. <laughs> Hi, everyone. I just cannot think of anything funnier than what Nadia just said. So I'll just say hello and thank you for listening. And we have a fun show for you guys today. All right. Hey, uh, Lon, Mariam, uh, how do you pronounce uh, vegan again? Is it vegan? Vegan. Vegan? Vegan? That was hilarious. Vegan. I can't believe she doesn't know how to pronounce that. Like, is that poor acting or just plain stupidity anyway uh do we want to start with them since it's quite a filler scene yeah i i agree i thought this was completely filler this was unnecessary this is like 90 day fiance happily ever after and this scene was just so out of left field i honestly couldn't give an iota of a fuck about colt (laughs) or debbie and their relationship (laughs) I don't want to see them break up with each other. I just don't care. Like, I didn't care one bit. You know, they had this little tiff and like Debbie walks off kind of mad and disappointed. And I'm like, dude, I don't care, though. Like, this has nothing to do with the show unless you're prepping us for another spinoff. Now, I'm so suspicious about these scenes because every time they throw in an unnecessary scene, I'm just like, are you prepping us for a spinoff? Is this going to be the Colton Debbie show now? And I didn't really much care for it. The same here. I thought it was just kind of dumb. I mean, everyone knows like Debbie's evil and everyone knows Colts are rando. So (laughs) that conversation was just really awkward and uncomfortable. And like, I just wish I could have just unheard it altogether. And it's funny you said that, Lon, because I felt the same way when I saw the Darcy and Stacy show. And then they had this whole thing with like their daughters. I was like, Oh God, I hope the daughters don't have like a spinoff, like Kendall and Kylie Jenner or something. You know what right. I mean? I was like, Oh God, this yeah. is so annoying. It's going to be a family thing now. Right. I can almost kind of see it going there. Yeah. So I, I kind of feel you there. Like I definitely get a little bit of like PTSD also when I see that. <laughs> so, But there's only one Chris Jenner. Anyway. Yeah. I, let me just start off by saying fuck Debbie. <laughs> also fuck Debbie and Colt fuck for using <laughs> yeah fuck them for using a normal nail clipper for their cat no wonder that cat's pissed I don't I did see that too what the heck? like get a proper clipper for your cat damn it don't use the human ones use the specialty cat ones anyway uh, that was a pet peeve puns <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah here all day yeah I I'm surprised 
Debbie said she still washes his clothes and makes his bed. Well, should I be surprised or no? I mean, Colt is a man child, right? He's so, a man baby. Yeah. She also has a diaper on. Is that anyway. why he's so big in the middle? Because he's got a diaper on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And the thing too for me that that, that irked me. Okay, so I, I didn't think I had much to say, but let me just say this too. That irked me because that really isn't the problem. I'm sure his relationships failed because he's a shitty person and he's a cheater. Not because Debbie does his laundry or still feeds him, but because he lets Debbie influence his relationships. He he lets her like, I don't know, get away with shit, you know, I just she has too big of a say, I think in in his relationships. And they I think he missed the point there. He's like, Oh, I, you know, uh, it's not that she's motherly. That's the problem. It's that she she has an impact on your relationships that shouldn't really be there. Um, so yeah, anyway, that just that just irked me. Did you guys also notice like when he was kind of giving it to debbie he he was saying it in such a nice way with such a soft voice and this expression on his face that like you you can't get mad at him he's really good at like just talking his shit and like look looking and acting completely innocent yeah i was like this guy is like a psychopath he's manipulative totally like i mean the way he says that he could be like Mom, I just murdered someone in the back and <laughs> you know, their dead body is there. Look at, like, look like, at me oh, when I'm talking cold. to you. Let me yeah. let me hold your hand. Yeah. Oh, like, man, that was disgusting. You were just that was like, nauseating. Oh, thing. Yeah, and the mom was like, I gotta leave. <laughs> I need a bio break or something. That right. was kind of awkward. That was weird. It was almost like the girlfriend getting up and walking away. Yes. She was like mad, you know, mad at her boyfriend. Exactly. It was just weird. I don't know. Yeah, and that was that's the, the root of the problem is your mom being your girlfriend, Cole. right? Or taking yeah. up that space for sure. Did I hear it wrong? But did he say something about we have to work on our friendship or we don't have a friendship? I thought I heard something like that, and I literally rolled my eyes. Yeah, I think I heard that too. Yeah, I heard it, that it, also. It was bullshit. He's fucking lying. Yeah, you know, I I I don't know. He what did he say? I don't know about you. Tell me about you. Or what? Shut the fuck up. What are you talking about? Yeah, like, you guys are besties, dude. (laughs) Like, you know everything about your mom, trust me. Again, team gaslight. Now are you going to just put that out there to kind of gaslight us? Like, we didn't watch y'all fuck up this season? Like, come on, dude. You're so funny. (laughs) So, I'm truly done with this, too. I hope they don't get a spinoff, and I hope they're no longer, you know, going to be in pillow talk or something i really don't want to see them anymore i don't know why tlc's trying to make this happen i second that yeah no i i second that the thing i'm afraid of is because of coronavirus right like (laughs) no one's getting like k1 visas apparently and traveling is difficult so like it's hard for them to find 90 day fiance couples and um and like so what what happens is tlc is forced to keep the couples they have and try to make money and try to make shows and episodes off of what they have. And that's why, you know, this Debbie cult thing happened because what are they going to do for two more episodes? You know, so they forced it, they forced it. And I'm afraid that they might end up doing that until things get better here with COVID. Unfortunately, because they're going to start forcing recycled couples. They made, you know, Chantel's brother and his wife happen. 
And that was, I believe, during COVID. I think they filmed during COVID. And I think they filmed Darcy and Stacey during the shutdown. I, I know there were some, you know, like homemade video scenes, but I'm pretty sure the production crew was still around filming them. I, I mean, mean new, I could be wrong, but I, like newer, newer couples, right? Right. Because they can't get, because no one's doing, we can't do K1 visas. So, like, not new 90 day couples, or we're not going to see new 90 day couples. So, they're going to keep feeding us things Man. like Darcy and Stacy or things like the family Chantel because the 90 strikes back. It'll keep yeah. 90 strikes back. Yeah. They're going to keep recycling the couples they already have that they can get access oh. to. Oh my because, God. Yeah. Because foreigners, you know, we're, it's not like anyone's going to come be coming from who knows where to America or we're going to be traveling. Maybe. You know, but that that's the thing with 90 Day Fiance is they live off the K-1 visa. That's their bread and butter. But without it, yeah, they're just going to give us more of the same, unfortunately. Yeah, that's what I'm I was going to say, man, we're going to get more Angela and Michael. I know. <laughs> that I kind of want to see where it goes. I think we mentioned this last episode was, you know, we want to see yeah. if he stays or if he's like, <laughs> right. deuces. <laughs> What'd you say, Maram? He uh, yabba dabba yeah. do his yabba ass out of there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't. Uh, man, I wouldn't mind. See, I wouldn't mind seeing that. Yeah, I wouldn't mind oh, God, seeing that's, that. That's actually gonna be awesome. I can't wait to see that either. Put down a t-shirt, man. Anyway, do we want to talk about Angela and Michael since we just mentioned them? I just wasn't empathetic towards her because she knew her mom was sick and she still decided to go and get married to Michael. Like, I get it. It's a hard decision, but you still made your decision. So Mm -hmm. for it just to be so hard for her, I just feel like she kind of knew the situation. Like, if you have a terminally ill parent, like, do you really want to leave them? And then, like, what are your expectations? It came across selfish to me personally. Mm. Agree. But... Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not a huge fan of her either, so I'm just maybe just looking for reasons to like talk shit about her also. Yeah, um, I don't know. I hate to speak ill of the dead, and, you know, it's... Anyway, I just... I, I think she was prepared for it, and she made it there on time. It sucks that her mom died. Obviously, that's that's terrible. That sucks. But, you know, she made it, she made it back to spend, what, 10 days? I think, like... It said that yeah. she landed and she was there for 10 days before her mom passed. So yeah, I think in the bigger picture of things, it, w- it was an accomplishment. She was able to still get married to Michael and come back in time to spend her final moments with her mom or her mom's final moments together with her. I don't know. I forget how to phrase that. But yes, like I, I don't think it was all that bad. That sounds insensitive. Yeah, all I'm things sorry. <laughs> all things considered, yes. A death in the family is terrible. That, that This is not coming out right. <laughs> but she, she was still able to, to see her mom off, you know, into the heavenly place and, <laughs> and marry Michael. So she got, you know, she got to have her cake and eat it too. And it's sad. And I'm, I'm sorry, Angela, for your mom's passing. But look, like, she, she was already on her way out and... God rest her soul. You were still able to spend time with her before she left. 
And we all know that Angela loves her cake. I was so about she... to say the same thing. <laughs> you just had to go there. <laughs> We're here all week. Anyway, um, kind of want to echo what you guys just said. You know, on one hand, I, I felt like she took a huge gamble by traveling while her mom was you know, on her deathbed. But on the other hand, I know she had to do this, right? Either for the money, for the TLC money, or because of true love. Maybe she truly loved Michael. So yeah, it's a huge gamble. It was risky. She took it. She got what she wanted. And she managed to see her mom before her mom passed. So, you know, it's not that bad, all things considered. Like I said, the only thing I thought was bad was the fact that she kept her passport in her boobs. Did you guys catch that? <laughs> I thought she I mean, always I, did. I don't know what she does with like boob sweat. Yeah, I, I know. Destroy like destroy that thing. I mean, can you imagine how moldy and how sweaty that yeah. passport pages? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just saying. Imagine like how hot like Nigeria was. Yeah, and, like, the boob sweat all up in there. I know, <laughs> and it's like it's the boob and armpit sweat. Like you know what I mean? Oh yeah, like, <laughs> deadly combination. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, they, I I feel bad for the customs officer who has to chop. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I hope like they were wearing gloves. Passport and like, yeah, I know, right? I hope he wears gloves and maybe mask. <laughs> <laughs> and what about the part where Angela like went to the, I guess what you call that, the airport parking lot, and like she dropped her suitcase on another person's car. On another person's car, and like <laughs> oh, God, so I, I remember that I read. I remember seeing that and then thinking to myself, she would be the type. Like, <laughs> exactly. Oh it, it was shocking, but not surprising. Like, I flinched because her luggage hit somebody else's vehicle. But I also was like, what do you expect from Angela? I mean, I, I don't expect much. And when that happened and she just didn't really like care, I was like, uh, you would. That's Angela. <laughs> you would do that. <laughs> but what if it's uh, y'all's car? Right, if it's yeah. your car and like Angela dropped that thing and you scratch or something, like yeah, I mean it happens, right? Like at the same time, I was willing to give her a pass because I think when you're trying to rush home to your mom, who's you know in her final days, again zero fucks to give, and I understand <laughs> that's that's that I understand, right? right? Unlike us, where we have fucks to give <laughs> the, in the in the these these last couple episodes, so. <laughs> Oh, there's she another just, one coming. She was out of them at that time. So Right. Yeah, the other thing I observed too was that during their farewell scene, uh, Michael did that thing where, you know, that, that sign of like, I'm watching you. Like, you know, yeah. he's edgy. And then he did that hand signal. And I was like, man, this guy is so groomed. Trained. That's he's been trained. Up. Yeah, he has. <laughs> that was sad. Yeah. It's like a little puppy just waiting. It's- it's funny, cute, but it's also sad. Yeah, because that doesn't mean what I think he believes it means. It seems that's something my parents did to me to let me know, hey, man, don't do any dumb shit, man. Like, I, you are being surveilled, and I'll whoop that ass. Like, it wasn't, I don't know, it wasn't, um, <laughs> it wasn't as loving as I think he thinks it is is what i'm trying to say how do i rephrase that like i don't think he understands the meaning of that do you know what i'm saying yeah i think that's something like angela 
was probably did to let him know, look, man, I don't want you hanging out with these girls. I don't want you messing up. I don't want you fucking around because I'm watching you. I got my eye on you. It's mm. not, there's nothing endearing. That's the word I was looking for. It's not, it's not an endearing thing to do. I would never do that, I guess, to somebody like, even in a joking manner, but yeah. Anyways, when he did that, I was like, huh, that's weird. But I, every, every couple has their things, you know, every couple has their little inside jokes and the things that makes them them. So I let that slide. But when I think about it, I'm like, that's cringy. Like, I don't think he understands what it really means when you do that. Yeah. It's not a tribute or not like something that is a laughing matter. It's more of like that Stockholm syndrome, like what Mariam mentioned before, you know? And I think that, you know, we have a right to judge them because their lives are, you know, on TV. So that's what's right. our job to fair. pick it apart. And yep, they're public figures. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Yeah. Anyway, are we ready for another fuck? Let's give them, let's hand them out today, hand Nadia. Out. <laughs> oh, man, here it comes. Man, fuck Tanya and Sinjin. <laughs> My head is spinning. It's still spinning from hearing them talk about their relationship and how Sinjin wants to stay behind in South Africa and doesn't want to go back, but yet he wants to do it for Tanya and mm-hmm. he thinks that he's like they got married too quick and yet he still wants to, I, I mean I don't understand guys. Like I I mean please educate me on this. Like I make it make I, sense. Make it make sense. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> It doesn't. Honestly, their story is a play, rewind, play. Like, that's their right. entire relationship yes, since day one. Yes, Like, when yes. Tanya picked up Sinjin in the airport, like, they went to some fancy restaurant the same day, and they got into it about, like, how I want to, like... And then she's like, well... And then he goes, whoa, 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 I don't know if I'm ready for kids. <laughs> and it's like, this whole thing is play, rewind, play. Their whole relationship is like this, and it's draining for us as viewers, but... It's also super draining for Sinjin's family. You can just see that they're like emotionally fucking wiped out. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Right. They're yeah. just, and you can just tell they're like nice people. And their mom was like, you know, Sinjin, are you sure you want to go? Kind of like the way she was <laughs> kind of asking him. Yeah. And he just is like, yeah, you know, I got I to try and make it work out. And then he falls into the cycle again. Like it's just the cycle. He's like on a hamster wheel. And he thinks he's going somewhere, but he's in the same spot with Tanya which is Connecticut, and he's miserable. I mean, he's gained a ton of weight since, like, he first came to America. Like, his family commented on it, and you can see it. Like, he was walking around, like, all, like, you know, like... <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I'm Tom now, guys, saying <laughs> saying to Sinjin, like, have you put on some weight? <laughs> um, but you know what I mean? Like, I think that's, that's, like, a sign of, like, depression, for example. You yeah. know? Or, like, that could be yeah. a sign of, like, I'm not happy, or... I'm emotionally eating or, or whatever it is. Like, I don't think weight gain is healthy like that. Right. right? Yeah. So yeah. I'm, to- I'm totally like over it too. I'm like, I'm just like, just cut the bandaid off and just like go your separate ways. And please just stop going on camera and saying yeah. the same thing yeah. over and over. One of the things I made note of is when he said he had to go to America or else he'd be falling in- back into his old habits or he said he said something like that and it, it made me wonder if this whole like carefree free-spirited person 
is something he deep down inside, he maybe possibly wants to change because he knows it's not getting him anywhere. It's not, it's not progressing him. It's not advancing him. He's not leveling up. Right. Um, so I did make a note of that because he said that and, and the moment was super fleeting. They didn't expound on that moment, but I picked up on it and I think he's committing to America to level up and to, to change his life so that he's not just that guy that you see at the club, just that guy that you see at the bar, just that guy that you call out for a few drinks and have a great time. And then you go on advancing your life knowing that he's the guy that you can depend on because he's not advancing his. And for me, I, I kind of felt that. But at the same time, you got to do more. You don't just go to America and then sit around, right? So, you know, I, again, I put this on him more than I do on Tanya. Like, if you know that these are things that you got to change about yourself, then start making those changes. Um, you know that these are, as you referred to, your old habits. Um, when are you going to start creating new ones then? But then, you know, it, it all comes back to, I think on a previous episode, we talked about, or maybe Nadia mentioned, how they script their scenes and they kind of plan in yeah. advance what their story is going to be. Right. So maybe, yeah. maybe there are a couple that has it figured out. But their story is that they don't have it figured out. <laughs> I can't put it past it anymore. So it's fake. Yeah, I can't put it, you know, put it past them to fake something. Yeah, with just we've everything, everything we've been we've been finding out on the show. Like we have to suspend our disbelief and fall into these fabricated plots and storylines and just go with the flow. So because they do seem, there are times when they do seem happy. And there are times where, like, okay, why are you committing to America? Oh, maybe because it's not as bad as you play it up to be on the show, right? Like, <laughs> so we'll see. Yeah, I think it's a lot of scripting, a lot of planning, which is why it looks like they're just going around in circles and just giving us viewers the runaround. So mm. I'm not enticed by their relationship anymore. It's either you figure it out or you don't. It's almost like it should be just one season. It doesn't have to be full of fillers with them. But, you know, instead we've been bombarded by a series of fillers and uncertainties. And I don't know. It, it just seems like they're not meant to be a couple. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, like I said, the, the honeymoon period may be nice. But after that, it seems like when shit got real, Sinjin's like, oh, my God, like, this is not for me. You know, and Tanya's like, wait, I need you to be someone else or I need you to step up. And he's like, mm -hmm. nope, that's not me. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Get your I 100% I, I, I agree. I wouldn't be sad if this was the last time we see them. Like, give me a season when something changes. <laughs> but until exactly. then, until then, we can right. drop them. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think the next time I want to see Tanya and Sinjin is going to be one of three options. The first option is going to be they have a baby. The second right. option is that maybe Sinjin tries to get a job and we see like the struggles that come with like him committing to something like that would be kind of fun to watch, right? Right, right. Or the third scenario is like they're just separate and happy. Like, oh, they broke up, but guess what? Sinjin's super happy in South Africa and Kanye is <laughs> super happy here in yeah. Connecticut. Like, that's yeah. it, dude. Wrap it up. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think this one, uh, this one's run its course. We can't be strung along anymore with this back and forth. Like, <laughs> give us something new. Call us when they change. <laughs> totally right. Until then, no thanks. <laughs> Moving on to Larissa and her new boobs and nose. What do you guys think about her new boobs and her new nosy? Her new nosy. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give her some credit where it's due. Give the doctor some credit, the surgeon credit where it's due. I think she looked fantastic. I think she looked amazing. She looked great. She looked happy. She was happy. She was, she was beaming. She was like, "Damn, girl, all right." And I saw Brazilian Carmen was like, "Okay, you know." <laughs> So, yeah, no, I think it's done wonders for her. Great job, you know, applause to everybody involved. My big thing that I got from this scene, though, was things were very awkward with her and Eric. It was weird. They, when you know, awkward, though, with them. What's that? I said, when is it not awkward? He's a super awkward dude. Yeah, but this one, it almost made it seem like the relationship or maybe what Eric expected wasn't being delivered maybe is the best way to phrase it. So like one of the girls, what's um, what's the other girl's name? Not, not Carmen, the other one, or maybe it was Carmen, but they asked, Oh, like, how is the sex or whatever? Are you getting more sex because of this? And the laugh that came out of Larissa was just uncomfortable. Like she said, yes, uh, yes. Or something. It's good. And, Eric was like, not enough, you know, or something like that. And it was just very weird. And the fact that they sleep in separate beds. But in um, the same room. But in the same room. Right, right, right. That very, yeah, that's what I meant to say. Same room, separate beds. Super so weird. like, there was just, it just felt super uncomfortable. And then this whole marriage thing came up and Eric was like, hmm, you know, I don't, I don't know. And then she, uh, Larissa was like, yes. And then he goes, Oh, okay. Are you proposing to me now? Like it all, it just seemed like they weren't on the same page. Something felt really off maybe because she said, you know, she had made some hints that the relationship would be better. And it has done wonders for, I guess, for her self-esteem, but maybe he, overestimated or his expectations post-surgery were not being met and that maybe she was failing to deliver on her end of the bargain about how the relationship would go it's doing wonders for her yeah great you know you're you're now you you have the body that you want the face that you want you're living your dream but you made it seem like this was something for us and it's not really you're not really holding up your end of the bargain on the us side of the spectrum is kind of what it felt like to me wait so, Mariam, didn't you uh didn't you speculate that eric could have been like her gay buddy instead of her fuck buddy totally that one surprised me and this would be an opportunity for him to like just get airtime i don't know like their their interactions are weird they just don't they don't give me the girlfriend boyfriend vibe the yeah. fact that they sleep in separate beds like that's just so weird you know very yeah. weird just yeah. just weird i don't know like i i mean unless like they have like serious sleep issues and they don't like to move and stuff i mean maybe i can understand that but how about like two separate beds pushed together or something mm. i don't know um, yeah they're like two cats <laughs> right <laughs> what, what about analogy? getting those uh yeah what, what about getting those split adjustable 
bed or something like those split base bed, right? right? The sleep number ones or yeah, yeah. exactly those temperature. <laughs> We've all seen those commercials. <laughs> yeah, I'll probably post it on IG, but on Twitter, I inferred that they had a bunk bed in that bedroom. Oh god, that's hilarious! <laughs> oh damn, like it's the same room but two separate beds. I'm like, dude. <laughs> So who sleeps on top? Who sleeps yeah. on the bottom? Which one of y'all is the top? Oh. <laughs> but um, no, I I agree with Lon. Like Larissa looked really happy. She was like, could not stop smiling from ear to ear. She was mm. just like so happy. I didn't really like what she was wearing though. She just comes across very cheap and very prostitutish. Like she from, had to like, show him me. off. She wore I something it, that had to show it off. Yeah, I get it, but you could have done something cuter. I don't know. I'm just not feeling her fashion sense. I don't know if it's like a Brazilian thing, but I'm just not feeling it. She just comes across cheap. Like you just dropped ten thousand dollars on a new pair of boobs. Spend more than like nineteen ninety nine on a top, Larissa. Like, <laughs> yeah, we know you got that shit from Forever Twenty One or something. Like, oh, fashion Nova. I'm I'm with right? you on that. I think or I Amazon. think I think subtler is sexier okay yeah you got a boob job that's great but at the same time don't show us all the goods you know what i mean Hi- yeah. hide more of it but expose certain parts of it we can still see you got a boob job but we want to see more of it because you're not showing us all of it but she picked the outfit that was just so like attention seeking yeah and so like i got yeah. a boob job everybody I, get I think it it's sexier when you get a boob job and it's not like you're announcing to the world you got one, but it's there. And we're like, holy shit, your boobs. <laughs> like, yeah, but, but girls not don't so do like, that. Um, I mean, uh... if you're going to spend $10,000 on a new pair of titties, you're going to, like, I would never wear a shirt. I would just show them off every day. <laughs> I'd be like, I just dropped 10K. Look at it. It's my, like, my new Look purse. Look at it. Touch but it. I feel like I spent so much money on this. Like, I need everyone to see it. Like, okay. everyone. Otherwise, why would you do it? If no one can see it and it's hiding under your clothes. Yeah. You know, she should have like a, money? she should have a boob reveal party or something, you know? Yeah. I, isn't that where her um, fans only channel is? Yeah. Yes. The Cam Soda. <laughs> yeah. Which, uh, which I still haven't, you know, ruled out. <laughs> Give us of, the dish. Like, yeah, you know, checking it out, seeing what it's about, you know, for for podcast purposes. Obviously, I'm not interested yeah, in seeing them there. I mean, <laughs> research, research, right. folks, science. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, while, while while we're on this topic, what's up with ice though? <laughs> I well, know. Got the dish. Yeah, apparently it happened right after Cam Soda. Like, I guess yeah. they were watching. <laughs> they said, yeah. arrest that bitch. My God. <laughs> oh, I, dude, I guess it's because she's working, huh? Without a green card. Oh, might that be it? <laughs> yeah, I guess someone tipped off, tipped her off, right? Haters, oh, what the yeah. hell? It's probably Debbie. Are you Colt. kidding? Me? I know it's probably oh, Vanessa. Guys, look, Debbie she's Colt. making money. Like, yeah. oh my gosh, <laughs> it was Debbie. Hello, she got I released said, though. Like, to report somebody. Yeah, she <laughs> so she, I, she got released. That was the latest news. Yeah, she but got. I released. also saw something said that Larissa completely lied about this whole ice thing and that like there's like some call out there where they actually are recording calling ice and saying hey did you detain larissa de santos or whoever and then they're saying no we don't have no one in our records with that 
GTFOH. Are you kidding me? Wow. But, I mean, yeah, but I don't I don't even know if that's real though. But I saw that on Instagram like today or yesterday. Man. Interesting. I know. That so is, I'm not that's sure. interesting. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Clout chasing. Totally. <laughs> we'll and see. That, I want to get the yeah. full scoop. But yeah, I wouldn't that wouldn't surprise me either though. They know, they know now that like this show, if anything, gets you a social media following that you can capitalize off of. So yeah. Yeah. Who knows what's real anymore? Well, I can tell you what's not. Us... Them boobs. I'm just joking. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Some of us are still wondering what about the kids though? Like Larissa doesn't seem to want to be associated with her kids. She hasn't yeah. talked about them. You know, she has spent all this money on herself. It's almost like that seems to be she... the big question with social media users too. They keep asking. Yeah. So I, I truly believe she's taking care of her kids, but we're just not seeing that because she's trying to portray a certain image to capitalize on all the social media followers. Yep. I see that. Right. I mean, no, she doesn't to... need to. Yeah. Those yeah, are my no kids. One... I don't, I don't want to exactly. expose them to y'all like fuck off. I get that. I get that too. Yep. I can see or, that too. Yeah. Or she wants to be like perceived as this like hot, sexy woman, not a hot, sexy mother of two children. Right. <laughs> right. You right. feel me? It's just a right. little bit less like, I don't know. Play, it plays less into this image that she's trying to create physically and, you know, to get the fans only money and all this other stuff. Yeah, I get it. You know, single moms are hot though. Shout out to single moms. Y'all are hot. Y'all don't, <laughs> y'all don't need to hide your kids. <laughs> well, shall we move on to Libby and Andre and the mess that is her brother? Oh my gosh. He was just so obliterated. I don't think he knew what the hell's going on. He like ruined the night. You know, I felt bad for Libby. Libby's like, if they decided just for one day on my wedding just to like cool their shit, like that would be great. But she just seems super frustrated, kind of embarrassed. I was personally really surprised and impressed by how mature Andre was. And it kind of shocked me because he's so hot-headed and he's so irrational all the time. But he was, like, playing it cool. And then he even took Chuck outside and in a weird, awkward way tried to apologize to him. But I don't know, like, <laughs> Chuck was, like, offended and then not. And then he was like, okay, we're good. Like, you could just tell he was so confused at that whole conversation. Yeah, I um, felt like he was trying to play both sides, though. Right. Like, I think that he was shocked. And I think he was like, okay, like, it's... Like, I got to make this work, but at the same time, I don't want him to be, like, comfortable. And, mm -hmm. you know, I don't want him to think I'm putting my guard down. So I got to remind him, you know, that I'm still your father-in-law and all this other stuff. But I thought Libby's family was so trashy. Like, the brother oh, yeah. and the sister just got to go. Like, mm -hmm. they're just, like, so such evil siblings. Like, I just did not like their energy. I didn't like their vibe. They just ruined the whole night. Yeah. Do it for Libby. Right? Who, fuck right. Andre then. If you don't like Andre, what about for your sister? I have siblings, obviously, and like I wouldn't want to ruin their party, their reception, their wedding day. You couldn't just do it for her? 
And I think uh, I'm with you on Andre. Again, you know, we're seeing more of the mature Andre. And yeah, maybe he wasn't drinking as much, so he wasn't trashed. Maybe if he was, he would have wanted to fight. But I, he, his head was in the right place. I think he knew he had to be responsible. I think he knew the goal was not to disappoint Libby. And yeah, the apology to Chuck was great. You know, I, it, this kind of was a letdown for me because... It was just more of the same from what we saw the last episode. They could have added all this stuff from the previous episode. But again, they strung us along. I felt strung along. That's what that's what I felt like. I felt like right. they just did this because they needed another episode, which I didn't think we needed. We saw him. We already saw him trash and wanting to fight. This episode, what we got was more of the same. I think we could have we could have kept the part where he apologized to Chuck, I think that was a good tidbit to add because it advances the storyline with those two. But just to show more of Drunk Charlie was, um, I th- thought it was a waste of time. Like a waste of really, time. Yeah, it didn't yeah. really add anything. We already saw that last episode. So I was just like, this is just more of the same from last episode. But, you know, definitely kept keep the parts with, with Chuck in it. I think it was good to see Libby's reaction to all of this, I kind of felt bad for her even more. She tried to calm things down. Andre, you know, at first seemed like he was down to, but then right at the very last scene for them, he starts talking shit again. And she's like, are you seriously talking about my brother right now? <laughs> and when you look at her face, she's so like, she's so disappointed because she knows she's going to hear it from from Charlie. <laughs> right. Yeah, I agree. Andre was being the bigger man during that event. And I think he really makes Libby's family look like trash. But then again, you know, that wedding was so lavish. Like, why would you want to ruin your own wedding, right? Like, it's not worth reasoning with a drunk, like a violent drunk guy. So, yeah, I think Andre did the right thing. I was actually surprised to find out that the wedding actually cost 30000 I thought that they only spent about 5000 and from what I caught during that scene, I think Charlie might have said something about the wedding costing $30,000. Yeah. And I was like, what? That's yeah. a lot of money. But I'm not surprised because of all the, the dancers, all the, you know, site entertainment and how everyone's getting caviars and stuff. It's like, yep, I guess that commensurate with the bill, right? It um, definitely got up there. Yeah. He, yeah. he did mention that. Someone mentioned it, that it cost. Yeah. Yeah. So I get it why Charlie and Jen are mad that Andre and Libby got away with a second wedding that's just as expensive as their U.S. wedding. I get it. But yeah, it's so selfish of Charlie to want to ruin you know, his sister's night. And I think I mentioned this during our last episode too. I think he low-key is jealous of his sister. Mm-hmm. And it seems like he's that one child like an Eric Trump that doesn't get the love from the dead or something, you know? So he's trying to like be all like, you know, compensating for it. Like, you know, going to Chuck and saying, you know, I'm going to protect them from you. You know, you should stop paying for their rent and food. And I'm like, okay. So like, that's his dad's choice. He's a grown ass adult. But secondly, like what? You still pay for your daughter's rent and food. (laughs) So. I didn't know about that. I guess maybe you guys might know because you, you followed them a while back. But I, yeah, I didn't know that the dad was supporting their lifestyle. But I can see why the, the other kids are mad, is what I'm saying. Well, then, 
here comes the finale. That is Asuelu and Kalani. What y'all think? Okay. Asuelu and Kalani. I uh, <laughs> This one threw me for a loop. I thought it was good, good timing. It was like a t- little plot twist. They show them happy and stuff. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like writing down, yes, therapy is working. This is awesome. I'm getting all the lovey doveys and, you know, the butterflies in my stomach. I'm getting all like nice and warm. Like, oh, look at how cute they are. Mm-hmm. Look at how sweet. And then she's like, oh, we got to do the couple's exercise. You know, the exercise. Oh, yeah, I don't want to do it. But, you know, she forces him to anyway. And then, uh, as we mentioned before, it's like a step forward and two steps back. And, you know, like it's not working and he's not learning anything. He's not getting it. He doesn't quite understand that she needs his help on certain things, that she wants to share responsibilities. Not so much like you do the man stuff, I do the woman stuff. Like we're not going to be forced into these gender roles, you know, like you're going to have to also take care of the kids and stuff and he's like oh you know i like to rake apples motherfucker you need to raise our kids man like (laughs) she even said yeah she says something like you know raking up those apples doesn't do anything for me like he's like i like it clean dude what aren't you getting right what aren't you getting and it's it's so frustrating to see them just well, not even to see them, just to see him not get it, you know? And I thought that things were turning around because then we'd see something different and then we're back at square one. And it's yeah. it's super, yeah. super, super, super frustrating. And if you guys saw from the, the, the little preview, she's done, like really done. Get your ass out of here. You're fucking useless. <laughs> he's boarding a plane to Seattle. I'm like, whoa. So, I mean, we'll see. Cause like I said, I thought on their socials, they were, they were together. They were dancing on TikTok, and he was doing a fire dance in the garage. So I don't know. Maybe they work at it. I'm confused. Yeah. Again, are they together or not? I, you know, I think at the time, so these episodes are filmed months in advance. So I, maybe they're together now, but at the time of that they were filming, they were in some deep shit. So that's, that's probably what happened. Maybe they've reconciled, but at the moment that we're getting to witness it on TV, they're going through it. They going through it right now. It's like on this roller coaster too, because I had some hope that the therapy was working. They they were like smiling and laughing at at the hotel when they were saying goodbye to Oswello's mom, and you know she seemed like she had some nice things to say. And they went out on a date, and then the coronavirus hit, and then he's just like doesn't get it, right? Like he's like everywhere, not wearing a mask, lying about his whereabouts, and. I felt Kalani when she was just, you know what, like, I don't want to expose myself or my kids because this is a deadly virus and no one still doesn't really know, you know, like, what the hell is going on. And so why not take precautions? Like, as a parent, you know, your responsibility is to protect your children. And so the fact that he was not fulfilling his duties, I feel like she had a right to be like, then, you know what, like, just get the hell out. Like, I, I, I get her. Like, I probably would have done the same thing because... 
it's not something to toy with people's lives, you know, like if mm -hmm. her parents get it right, the parents live there also. Her dad looks older, like who knows, would he survive it? I don't know. Would her children under two survive it? I don't know. But why risk it? He comes so, off just as a very selfish person, I think. And I don't know if that's youth. I just think maybe he is. That's just who he is. He's He doesn't really care about anyone other than, than himself when it comes to his, his relationship with Kalani and their family. Do it for your kids, right? Like, protect your kids. Protect, you know, I mean, why are you, why are you even doing this? And uh, yeah, I, I want to, I want to just say, oh, maybe he's young, which is the pass I gave him the last time we spoke about him was, oh, he's just, he's just young, but man, come on, we're in the middle of a pandemic and this is how you're going to, you're going to treat it. You want to risk putting yourself out there and then bringing it home to your family. And it's not really a surprise because he was willing to take them to, he was willing to take that trip when when all those when when there was that disease what was it i forget it's drawing Zolza a blank Samoa. yeah uh, right uh, measles, measles. That's, yeah. that's the word <laughs> anyways excuse me sorry yeah he was willing to expose them to that so i'm not it shouldn't surprise us that he doesn't care you know whether he picks it up and brings it home like the coronavirus or whatever yeah like yeah. he was willing to expose them to the measles when everybody was saying we suggest you don't go. I mean, it probably could be safe, but we suggest you don't. It shouldn't surprise us that he's like, oh, yeah, well, I mean, it doesn't matter if I hang out with my friends for a little bit and, you know, bring something home like that doesn't. Yeah, it just he's he's just irresponsible. Um, I think it's really selfish on his part. And um, he just needs to grow the fuck up. Agree. Is that why Kalani sent him away? It's because he went off to play volleyball and instead of being quarantined at home. I think that might have been the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. The fact that he lied to, right, about his whereabouts. Is that what it is? Right. It's a lot. I think it's a lot of it's a lot of things. And then these things were just, you know, the final straw or the straw that broke the camel's back. Again, right. Right, or idioms or whatever have you. Like they're just icing on the cake like this is how much more can she put up with you keep letting him slide okay i forgive you we'll let you slide again but nah man like especially in when everything was new when we didn't know as much as we know now and we know jack shit right now yeah but like you know when things were super super new and we were on high alert you you know you could you could catch it anywhere right so for him to be that reckless and to not put his family first no like this is where she draws the line this is it yep. now you're going to endanger our children and and our family like i have to draw the line somewhere and I, and, I, and it's fair totally yeah i always say never trust a guy who hasn't seen nachos or tasted guac <laughs> you know <laughs> right he ha he hasn't ever had a jalapeno. That surprised me. That was Man. cute. Yeah. <laughs> and he does vacuum sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, Swelo. Yeah, you guys summed it up really well. Um, I have nothing else to say except, you know, I feel for Kalani, obviously. I mean, you know, just when you think that she managed to overcome a hurdle right in the form of her in-laws and just when you thought that they've made progress as a married couple and then he 
goes and do this. And it's just frustrating, you know. I can't help but feel bad for Kalani. My heart goes out to her and her kids. But hey, at least, you know, good hair don't care, right? <laughs> Kalani really has great hair, by the way. She does. So I just want to point that out. She and her mom. Her mom, can, too, yeah. My yeah, gosh. long, flowy hair. Yep. Um, anyway, we've come to the end of our coverage of, let me guess, this is considered the last episode of the season because next episode is the tell-all. Am I right? And it will be a two-part series, if I'm not wrong. I think so, yeah. Two or three. All right, okay, two or three. And and I'm guessing there's no one has licked it yet. <laughs> not yet. I guess not. No, not yet. All right, so shall we end this podcast with our WTF moment? Yeah, so for me, it was just Asuelu. Uh, again, you know, I, you think there's some progress and you find out there really isn't. So for me, what the fuck, Asuelu? Come on, man. Get your shit together. WTF moment had to be when we saw this whole thing between Tanya and Sinjin about how he's like doubting going back to the States and you're thinking, yes, he's going to finally break up with her. And then he goes, but I'm going to go with Tanya to America. And you're just like, what the fuck again? Like, come on, dude, you just did this. So I was kind of frustrated, honestly. So my WTF is kind of weak, but we didn't cover it. So I figured I'll mention it. It's basically Eriki talking in metaphors. Mm. Did you guys catch what he said? Like he said something about, yeah, you know, something about a plate and how he it's full, but yet he wants to eat from it or something like that. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about, <laughs> Eriki? <laughs> so yeah, that was my WTF moment. I know it's weak, it's lame, but I, I just don't understand that guy. I'm just so hypnotized by his hand movements. <laughs> I, I, I barely hear what he's saying all the time. Anyway, shout out to Brazilian Cameron. Shout out to Rebecca. Rebecca of, you know, Rebecca and Ziet. Shout out for Yay, them. Uh, to Re- them. Rebecca, for following that's us. cool. That's awesome. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> yeah. And shout out to our Patreon patron, all of them. So shout out to you guys. And Lon, will you close for us? <laughs> WTFers, thank you so much for listening to our podcast. Uh, If you love the podcast, you can show your support by leaving us a five-star review on Apple or wherever you get your podcasts. We really do appreciate it, and it really helps us out. Please consider joining our Patreon family. Every donation helps and gives you access to our discussions on a wide range of topics. We're going to continue covering more of our favorite twins, Darcy and Stacy. As always, please engage with us on email, Twitter, and Instagram at 90 Day Fiance WTF, or check us out on Patreon at WTF Extra. We especially would like to hear what your WTF moments are each episode. We might even shout you out. Thank you so much. Please take care of yourselves. See you next time. Thank you. Bye. Uh, and remember, kids. You do your homework at home, not at a cocktail bar. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) The public service announcement by Nadia. Yep. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Right.